0: Dry January has exploded in popularity in recent years as people try to reset after the holiday season and start the year off alcohol free. But is that really the best way to deal with excessive alcohol intake? More now from Gordon Deal. We're speaking with Charles Passy from Market Watch. He's written an opinion piece called Why Dry January is a Bad Idea. All right, so explain your skepticism here, Charles. Well, let's begin with the fact a lot of people are doing dry January. I don't know if you're like me, but I feel like Every time I turn to one of my social media channels, I've got, you know, 28 friends who are talking about, I'm doing dry January, I'm going to be healthy, it's the new year and all that. And, you know, I got to thinking a little bit about it and talked to a lot of experts, particularly in the field of, of alcoholism and addiction, and sort of took a little bit of a closer look about it. So let's begin with probably the most key bullet point. If you have a major drinking problem and, you know, there are various ways you can define that and various ways you can check to check on that. But if you have a major drinking problem, you know, you don't necessarily want to stop cold Turkey for a month. You, or if you, the real point is you need to be under medical supervision. This is not an easy thing to do if you have a serious drinking problem and you can go through withdrawal that can be very difficult to manage can actually even be deadly. So, Again, if you have a serious drinking problem, don't just casually say, I'm going to do dry January. And I think that's a message that had not gotten out there. Yeah. The other thing is you also have to look at why you're drinking. So, you know, stopping drinking, you know, drinking, people use it to, you know, you've heard the term self medicate People drink to, to deal with depression, to deal with stress, to deal with anxiety, all those things, you know. Just because you stop drinking, the causes underlying the reasons you may be drinking don't go away. That's yet another reason why, you know, if you feel you really have an issue with alcohol, you want to seek professional help as you try to go off of it. So, uh, again, uh, you know, these are things not to take lightly. Now, then there's the category of people who are like, well... I think I drink a little too much. I'd like to see if this would be helpful to me. Maybe I'll learn a few things. And that's kind of a different category. But even then, you know, I have my share of skepticism, again, from talking to people. And, you know, I would say one of the key issues here is that, you know, giving it up for a month may lead to actually drinking more down the road. I mean, you know, know, the joke I make is dry January could lead to overindulgent February. Mm -hmm. And that's probably not your goal either we're speaking with charles passy he's written an opinion piece for market watch called why dry january is a bad idea you said in your piece too that non-alcoholic drinks miss the point how come oh well you know a couple of things one is that they're terrible i mean you know we can i mean i'm sure many of the producers of non-alcoholic Drin gin, non-alcoholic vodka. There's all the non-alcoholic wines, you know, and then all these non-alcoholic mocktails or you know uh, mocktails, non-alcoholic cocktails. Um, you know, yes, there are a few of them that I'm sure are good. I've had a few that are you know passable, but you know, um, you know, these drinks are often too sweet. You know, if you if if you know what a gin tastes like and you've tried a non-alcoholic one. Yeah, you know, maybe it gives you a little hint of that idea, but it's not the same thing. Um, you know, my, my, my point is, if you really want a great non-alcoholic drink, try a Coke. They're, they're really tasty soft drinks or whatever, you know. So, you know, um, uh, but, but, but what that also tells me is, look, there is a non-alcoholic version of White Claw, the hard seltzer brand. You know, last I checked, non-alcoholic hard seltzer used to just be called... Right. Um, so, um, so, but I think what that's telling you is this has become trendy and fashionable. You know, when 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 brands and marketers jump on something, it kind of it kind of makes you wonder what's going on here. And I think what's going on here is there's a bandwagon that everybody's jumping on. And you know, are we doing this because? We think it's cool and trendy, or are we doing it because we really want to address a drinking issue? And so, you know, so, so you've got people who are doing it, jumping on these products that probably don't taste that good. Um, and, uh, and, and are they doing it for legitimate reasons, or are they just kind of want to join the cool crowd and do try January? Charles Bassey from Market Watch with our own cocktail lover, Gordon Deal.